you're tuned in to Good Morning Aurora, the newest and coolest podcast ever. a.m. and you're wide awake and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the hottest, the coolest, and the most awesome and the newest podcast coming to you live every single day from downtown Aurora. Um, It is a very nice, sunshiny day. We are broadcasting to you live from out of Gremlin Studios down here in downtown Aurora, right here, next door to the Tap House. You know how we do it. It's a little bit too early to be talking about beer and all that, so we'll move on to everything else that we got going on for you guys today. Uh, we have a very cool day uh, planned out here. Um, our friends at Aurora Business United are having a uh, online meeting at the moment, so we may jump in across uh, talk with them listen to a little bit of what they got going on. They have a guest speaker today by the name of Grant Cardone. So if we can catch any of Mr. Cardone's speech, uh, we will definitely do that. <clears throat> so uh, today is the 12th. It's June 12th, 2020, and it's Friday. I hope you guys have some good plans for the weekend. I know that I do, and I hope that all of you have some fun. Go out there, have a good time, and you know, relax, chill, get your eat on, get your drink on, get your party on. Whatever it is you want to do. Uh, I wanted to share something with you guys today. Today is an interesting day in regards to history. Have you seen To Kill a Mockingbird? To Kill a Mockingbird, a famous movie uh, with the character Atticus Finch, who defends a, um, a black man accused of murder way back in, well, the movie was made in 1961, I believe. Uh, but it details a story that's in a time period earlier than, earlier than that. Um, the man who played Atticus Fitch was a guy by the name of Gregory Peck. He was a well-known actor. He died on this day in 1962. Crazy. Man, he was a good guy. And that was a really good movie. Um, I think for the new generation, they should definitely put that on their list. Kill a Mockingbird. Also on this day, um, famous lauded speech took place at the Brandenburg Gate in Berlin. You know what speech that was? It was the famous speech by Ronald Reagan where he ended it with the classic, iconic line, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That happened on this day. Um, And that was in 1987. I was five years old. Damn, that's crazy. So, I think that um, in regards to all of that history, um, you know, it's something that's definitely worth knowing about and something to talk about. So let's let the, uh, let's 
let's let the folks and the young kids from next generations know um, about our history. All right. So, as I said, we're speaking this morning with Aurora Business United. I think we might check in with them. You guys are live on Good Morning Aurora. Let's check in. and uh, put it in a nose or mouth. So nose, eyes, mouth, these are all portal of entry if a person is uninfected and healthy. And it's also act as a portal of exit if a person is sick, meaning a pathogen, this virus leaves the person's body through this nose, eyes, and the mouth that is the respiratory droplets, saliva, and lives in the surface outside, just like a Jumanji fox. Uh, we, a healthy person, because we cannot see them, unknowingly touch these surfaces, and that's why we tell them to wash hands all the time. Hand is the one uh, we use most to do our daily activities, grab, drive, shake hands, eat food, correct? So, uh, when we touch these surfaces, where the other person left this bacterium unintentionally because it sneezed uh, or coughed, the person is maybe asymptomatic, meaning his immune system is very strong. The virus didn't affect, even though it is present in the respiratory tract cells. So, when a weak person, uh, where immunologically weak in this cell, not um, physically and introduce it goes inside the body uh, it enters the epithelial cells lining the respiratory system and starts taking over the cells when our body works in a synchronized way so it's a whole one system if one cell in our body is under distress the rest of the cells come to support it that's our immune system so we fall sick and victim uh, and died, many people died for this because our body was trying to help uh, our respiratory tract cells cope up with the fighting. As a result, the homeostasis got changed. That's why people die of a cardiac arrest, a lack of, of breathing problem, multiple organ failure. So that's because other cells in our body were trying to help uh, this respiratory cells get rid of the virus. This makes, so we talked about... Uh, so as you guys can hear, they're discussing uh, COVID-19, uh, the spread. They're talking about uh, asymptomatic symptoms. Um, they're talking about how to, how to protect oneself. Uh, there appears to be just general information when it comes to uh, COVID-19, as you guys can hear. Uh, the time is now 8.11 a.m., um, so, we're going to check back in with our dear friends over there here in a moment. Um, in the meantime, today is, you know it, carry-out days, baby. Yes, carry-out days. So, um, holler at your favorite restaurant, carry out some food, tag some pictures, snap some chats, tweet some tweets, whatever you got to do. Um just please, you know, frequent some of the businesses downtown uh, and go have a look-see. There's a lot of things going on. We got Bally Doyle, friends of mine, or of the show, I should say. 
um, Altero, shout out. You know, we got some good restaurants. Treadwell, TW, I mean, they got a good red pepper torta, I think. I think it's like a red pepper torta with cheese and something like that. But there's, but they got a lot of good stuff. They got sandwiches and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, man, you know, you should, you should definitely do that. I, uh, I want you to do that. So I hope that you, I hope that you, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, take it apart yourself to go do that. So when it comes to weekend plans, things are looking a whole lot better for this weekend than they were looking for last weekend due to the reduction in the curfew. So uh, I don't know about you, but I am a bike rider. I like to go out. My son and I, we love to go on bike rides. We like to take bike rides at night, too. We call it our night adventure. Um, we have a good time doing that. A lot of the time, um, we we kind of frequent and break up our day. Like, we'll go out for a little bit and have some outside fun. Then we'll come inside and do a project and then, you know, maybe go out and have some more outside fun. I kind of like flipped it. Like if the project that we're doing is not done or like, because we do assignments if we're not in school, like right now, um, if the assignment is not done, then, you know, that takes away from the time that we have going outside and playing or riding bikes and getting some adventure, you know, I don't know how you guys do it, but that's how we do it in my house. You know, a little bit of fun outdoors, a little bit inside learning. Uh, to, uh, also, this is Virtual Museum Week. Don't forget, yesterday was Aurora Public Art, and they did a painting, a live painting, or live painting uh, at Phillips Park, I believe it was. Today is the Aurora Historical Society. Uh, what is Virtual Museum Week? That is a week full of virtual and online initiatives. Um, sponsored by the Aurora Public Library, but also in conjunction with these other, you know, businesses and museums. So Monday was SciTech, Tuesday was the Aurora Regional Fire Museum, Wednesday was Blackberry Farm, yesterday was Aurora Public Art, today is the Historical Society, and tomorrow is the GAR Memorial Museum. I got to see what the GAR's got going on virtual. Holla at them. See what's up with my man. Shout out to Eric Pride, that's the curator of the GAR, friend of the show, friend of my ours, I should say. All right, so um, now I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to, you know, I, I wouldn't want you to be unprepared. They say knowledge is power, and I truly believe that here on this show. And to give you correct and complete knowledge, I have to keep it 100 with you. I do. So I'm going to give you the weather. Now, if you've been listening to Good Morning Aurora, you know that our weather forecast is like, damn, like we're all, we're like spot on with it. You know, I said, I told you that, you know, the weather, the forecast called for rain the other day and boom, what happened? It was rainy all day long. You saw that. I know you like it. Now, here's the weather. So today is going to be 83 degrees. Tomorrow will be 71 and Sunday will be 74 degrees. There is no cloud. Excuse me. There are no clouds projected until Monday. That's the only clouds that we see. Monday and Tuesday looks like it'll be cloudy. There'll be some sun, but it will be cloudy. But yeah, so stay up with us on the weather because the weather, you know, we're not the weatherman, but we're pretty good. We know how to read too. And when we say that it's going to rain, you might want to holler at us and you might want to listen at us because it most likely will. 
The time is now 8.16 a.m. At 8.30, we will be checking in with our co-host and brother from another mother, Big Sal. See what's going on with him. Make sure that he's all right. And, uh, yeah. And we'll check on... Now, as you know, on Monday, we... Um, every Monday, Sal and I ask ourselves, what will we... What will... You hear me messing it up on the mic this early? It's because I haven't had my coffee yet. Well, not all of it. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Um, what will our Friday selves be proud of? That's what it is. On Mondays, we ask ourselves what would our Friday selves be proud of. What are we going to instill, start, or do during the week? That will improve ourselves, improve who we are, and make our Friday selves happy. So we'll check in and see if we did that. You know what I'm saying? Now, this week was a great week. Um, before we get into our COVID-19 totals, I have to say, thank you to all the guests who came on to Good Morning Aurora this week. This was a very strong week for, uh, for Good Morning Aurora. We were fortunate enough to talk to a friend of ours, uh, the realtor, that's, that was yesterday's show. If you guys listened in on that, that was a great show um, filled with good information in regards to um, home ownership, some of the basics, some of the ins, of, ins and outs for those who are renters looking for home ownership, some of the do's and don'ts, just basic stuff. But we also touched on family a lot. Uh, our guest yesterday has three daughters. I have a son. So parenting and what we're doing as parents, um, you know, cut into that. And it's a good, it was a good flow, I felt. Then we also had the pleasure of having a uh, candidate for Kane County Circuit Clerk, a fabulous attorney, well-known attorney, uh, Brittany Peterson, on the show. She sat down and gave uh, Good Morning Aurora some time, and she has uh, committed to a part two with us, and we would be happy to have a part two with Miss Peterson. So Peterson for Kane County Judge already. You already know what it is. I mean, you don't even have to ask. Peterson for Kane County Judge. You heard it here on Good Morning Aurora. The time is now 8.18 a.m. Uh, and Sal and I had a good morning talk on what would have been Monday. <clears throat> so that was very good. Um, and we had just a little bit, just a tad. I'm not going to, I'm not a pessimist. I'm an optimist. Uh, we had a little bit of difficulty that we got over technically. And um, that was on Wednesday, but we worked through that. And we also had Aurora Loves Pastries on, and that was on Tuesday. So a great week with great interviews, and it was really positive. The time is now 8.19 a.m. We're going to go to our COVID-19 totals, but let's check in with Aurora Business United. The reason is this virus, COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2 virus that causes COVID-19 disease, is an enveloped virus, meaning... Uh, all these viruses, bacteria, they have the same molecules as a part of their body that makes us, that is the protein, carbohydrate, uh, lipids, and nucleic acids. So this is present in all living things. And this is what makes our body, these biomolecules. So also this virus. Um, so what happens is all these molecules, in order to be active and spreading, do their job. Water is essential. Okay. So when we use a cloth mark or paper tissue, so what happens when these particles uh, settles on them, even when we talk, it protects the micro particles from escaping and 
if other person coughs, it blocks. It's a, a great sterilization uh, tool, a microbial control tool, the filter. It acts as a filter. Uh, what happens, the cloth, cotton, other things, just like paper, they take the water, absorbs. When you apply a drop of water on a paper or a cotton cloth, it gets absorbed right away. When the water is absorbed, the other molecules are not able to function. They get inactivated. So a cloth mask uh, is perfect, and uh, uh, but you need to wash the mask every day. Uh, after you come home, you can put the mask in your um, washer and dry it in a heat setting. Uh, that is uh, that will take care of um, this virus. They will destroy the proteins uh, that makes the viral nucleic acids that makes this virus. Okay, so. Uh, just like uh, imagine um, you cook uh, meat and then some of this droplets splashes on your clothes and what you do you wash your clothes and then wear it next day so they don't have to be treated in a very special way okay and then who should wear mask and uh, who should not according to CDC and WHO guidelines uh, please refer those two websites anytime you have uh, questions about the virus so anyone two years of age and above uh, should wear in a public setting. Uh, other social distancing measures need to be taken. Who should not wear? Uh, mask is good. Children under age two need not wear mask. And then anyone who has trouble breathing, or uh, unconscious, or uh, incapacitated, otherwise are unable to remove the mask without assistance, these people should not wear mask. So make sure uh, you understand that. Make sure you understand that. You heard them. You heard them about masks. And make sure you understand that. All right. So the time is now 8.22 a.m. We're going to do our uh, COVID-19 totals. We'll check back in with the uh, Aurora Business United here momentarily. They have Grant Cardone on as a guest speaker today. I don't know what time they're going to have him on, but we will cut into what he is talking about when we get a chance. If you're not familiar with who Grant Cardone is, Grant Cardone is a uh, best-selling author. He's a number, the world's number one sales trainer, a renowned speaker, international social media influencer, and real estate mogul. Uh, he's 62 years, 62 years old from Lake Charles, uh, Louisiana, and um, he's wrote a lot of books, the most famous of which it would appear would be The Millionaire Booklet. And also, uh, excuse me, other titles include If You're Not First, You're Last, Closer, Survival Guide, great stuff. I watched two interviews with him once upon a time on YouTube, and they were very, very fun, uh, very, very informative as well. Uh, he's the CEO of Cardone Capital, $1.8 billion assets under management. Meant. So, yeah, we're going to uh, check back in with Grant Cardone. But you know what? Actually, let me check this out one more time because before we go into our totals, let me see where they're at. Let's hold on. Challenging. And then there's another question. Can uh, male pieces carry this threat? So, as I said, the males are mostly... Unless uh, I see our uh, postal office staffs are taking extraordinary precautions, 
and um, so also other delivery. So in dark surfaces, I, I would think in general, uh, the chances are low based on. All right. So at this very moment in the United States of America, there are 1,994,283. Damn, they hit me. Um, total cases of COVID-19. There are 112,967 total deaths. Compared to yesterday's data, that is 20,486 new cases of COVID-19 and 834 new deaths from COVID-19. This information comes from the CDC, or excuse me, the website cdc.gov, which is the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Um, and this information on their website is broken down in many factors. Cases by county, you enter in your state. Cases by day, cases by age, cases by race and ethnicity, and cases and deaths among healthcare personnel. There are 74,772 total cases among healthcare personnel with 409 deaths. Um, all of this information, again, comes from cdc.gov. Uh, and, you know, check it out. You can definitely read into this and, uh, you know, take away from it. And as we know, COVID-19 has been disproportionately affecting African-Americans and Latino-Americans as well. So we definitely have to uh, make sure that we do something about that. So the time is now 8.25 a.m. We're going to take a small break and we'll be right back on Good give Morning Demonstration. Give a demonstration. Give, give a demonstration. Give, give a demonstration. Give a demonstration. And take time out for a dedication to all the DJs and radio stations who put my record in heavy rotation. Reprise reps for their affiliation. Of course, Warner Brothers helped my elevation. For publicity to artist relation. And Rush Town for a great three iteration. And Carol Lewis for the tour preparation. And Barracon for the righteous conversations. I can't forget the people all around the nation. From the adults to the younger generation. The black white Chinese and even Haitian because the music ain't about segregation it's a harmony to bring communication so listen up as I give a demonstration give give a, give, give, a, give a demonstration give give, give a demonstration give a demonstration Give a demonstration for you to get a much better illustration And give the sucker MCs an education Because the style is just a cheap imitation It seems you need a little bit of dictation But what am I do for you in this situation Is supply a process of elimination Serve justice by means of termination All right, we're back on Good Morning Aurora <clears throat> Time is now 8.30 a.m. Uh, as you guys know, before we went to our break, we were listening, tuned in to uh, Aurora Business United, Grant Cardone. Let's listen in. That were started from scratch with very little money, if any, uh, no credit, no connections. And this, this environment feels very much like that. Like, I, I've been doing business for 35 years, um, started with myself calling on businesses door to door. And when the pandemic hit, March 20th, I was given a notification that there would be a, there would be we would be going remote working from home. I run uh, we have 150 plus people in our offices in Miami, another 350 people across our real estate portfolio that's in 12 states. So, like when you're managing all that activity, it's it's how do you keep your team 
uh, focused on the main thing. Now, this was three months ago. You guys have all gone through it as well. Uh, there's nothing but bad news. The enemy right now is the media. It's just bad news everywhere. And uh, the first thing that happens at contractions, I survived, fortunately survived 2008, 1995, the savings and loan crash, the 2001 internet bust, 2008 housing crash. And what happened, uh, this was really important for me to know at 62 years of age, what happens is internally your people, your people go crazy first. It's people close to you too, not, not, not people that you didn't, you already worried about. It's personal assistance, their families getting pulled apart. Uh, people are scared. Uh, they're getting misinformation. I mean, the entire country basically did something that this country's never done before. We went home. Uh, probably couldn't do it again. Like if, if there was a, a, another another wave of this, I, I doubt very seriously people would go home again. Um, so when you're running that many people, it's how do I keep all these people's attention on the goal? And the goal is always to expand even despite the contraction. I wrote a book called If You're Not First, You're Last. I wrote that in 2010. It was after the crash. How do you expand into a contraction when, when everything around you is getting smaller, less money, more uncertainty, a lot of fear, people pulling in, going home. They're buying toilet paper now, right? They weren't buying your product. Um, after 9-11, they started buying houses because they wanted to go inside. They weren't making investments in their businesses. How do you keep people extroverting, uh, pushing outward for business? So basically the two things I did, and then I'll open it up to questions. First thing, we, we, we had a, a, April, a March and April and a May bigger than any months we've ever had, including our uh, apartments, where apartments, I have own 8,000 apartments around the United States. We, uh, where there's an 80% occupancy across the country, we hit 92 and 93 and collected 99% of the money. Like these numbers are completely off the chart compared to what other companies were doing. Two, two major things we did. First thing I did was I killed all departments that were that took more energy than, than, than they could provide rewards. Any department that was questionable, something that was new, it had a maybe on it. Um, there was one department that we killed. It was uh, something I've tried three times. Three times I've tried to start this company. It's failed three times. I, and I know there's millions of dollars to be made in this business. Um, on March 22nd, it was done. We had a meeting on March 20th. Killed that business. 42 people. We eliminated now, now, I'm telling you that. I'm not bragging about that because I don't ever want to let anybody go. I didn't hire 40 people to fire 40 people. The, the point of that, the point of that is as a, as a leader of a company, you have to execute extremely fast in times like this. And the reason I killed that company was not because um, it wasn't going to make money or because I was trying to save dollars. It was because I wanted to, to, to redirect my resources, my energy, to those things that could be successful. 
So in times of uncertainty, sometimes you've got to let go of things that are dreamy and go for the things that are real right here, right now. The second thing we did was this. I told my staff, there's only two reasons you'll be let, you'll let go from this company. Number one, if your outbound activity for any reason drops below what it was before this happened, you will be let go first time. So if it's outbound activity, uh, we, we, we have people that we have 35 people on the phones that are calling customers. We have a customer support uh, that we do these large events every year, 12,000 person events, live events, do, uh, shoulder to shoulder. People pay as much as $20,000 to come to these events. And I'm like, the well, we're not going to do an event again. Oh, yeah, we will do an event again. Guarantee you, these, these events make me a lot of money. They're the most profitable live events on the planet. And regardless of what the world says, I will be doing the live event again. you you, you got to keep the vision there for the people. Otherwise, they're not going to make the outbound call. So what I said was, and then we'll open it up, Bob. Um, one, if your outbound activity goes down, you will be fired the first time it happens for whatever the reason is. Kids are sick. You didn't feel it that day. Uh, your phones went out. I don't care. There would be no exception to this rule. I don't expect you to make as much money as we were making. I expect your activity to go up because because I had all this I had all this this uh, push back on me because of the economy. Um, and and the second thing was second thing was we we wanted reports every hour on out. Activity. Now, most of our activity is measured uh, automatically, but there were certain metrics that we wanted measured that, to make sure that we could hold these people accountable for that. Resulting in March and April and May. May, May was the biggest month I've ever had in my career. So never waste a good crisis, folks, because what they do is they distract your competition. They don't have to distract you. They can. But in tough times, you got to get tougher. When things are hard, you got to get harder. Okay? When, when it, I, we moved from California to Miami about seven years ago, and they told me when I moved to Miami, they said, man, you're, you're not going to find good people here. Okay? I just need to be better. If you're in an environment where the people are hard, like it's hard to keep them focused, the... Uh, Know, maybe it's hard to hire good people. I mean, it's, it's hard to hire good people all over the world. But you guys as leaders, to the, the 52 people that are here right now, right now you've got to be a better leader. Your competition, your main competition today is not the person that sells a similar product or service that you do. It's the media. It's the media. It's the, 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 the Fox, the CNN, the CNBC. It's the market's up, the market's down. It's the cities are being burnt. No, they're not. It's defund, defund the police. Hey, how about we defund the IRS? Okay. How about we defund the Y'all want to defund something? Let's defund the IR and the S. Okay. That'll just stop all this madness. Let me keep all my money. So, um, because, because the more money you have, the more money you're going to spend. I mean, that's how the, the marketplace works. 
So let's open it up to questions, Bob. I appreciate you having me. Appreciate you reading the book. Um, we we uh, uh, we we run an online pl- program called Cardone University. It's a it's the largest business online training educational platform in the world. Fifty five billion people have been through it. It's ninety nine bucks a month. It teaches everything that I'm talking about right now: sales, marketing, follow up, persistence, negotiating, closing deals, incoming calls, outbound calls, e-commerce. Uh, last weekend, I did a webinar, free webinar. This is crazy because most of you guys here are my age. I can tell. We got Art over there about to fall over. And um, look at Art. Look at Art. And so. Uh, we did a webinar. You know what a webinar is, right? Webinars. I come on, I, and, 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 and we, we had 70,000 people registered for this webinar. It was free. It was a free webinar. This kind of technology, had I been growing up 10 years ago, if I'd have had this kind of technology, I'd be like, oh, I'd be so rich. It'd be ridiculous. We made $250,000 on a free webinar before I did the webinar. Okay, this is crazy. Then I offered a product on the webinar, and we made another two point three million. It took two hours to do the event on a Saturday afternoon. So the money's out there, folks. In fact, and, and I'll just end with this: there's more money today. There's seven trillion dollars more money in America today than there was ninety days ago because we just went and printed it. All right, Bob. It's all okay. you now. Uh, well, um, again, thank you so much. That was that was, <laughs> that was awesome. If you got a question, please raise your hand, and I'll go ahead and you can ask a question to. Uh, as he also goes by Uncle G, I, I listen to the podcast. Yeah. How, how many of you guys don't have never heard of me? Raise your hand if you've never heard of me. Oh my God! I apologize. Well, you know, you got to come to uh, Illinois. I mean, you know, I mean, we're in the second largest city. We're not Chicago, but, you know, it's 250. Yeah, where, 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 where in Illinois are you? Aurora. It's the second oh, largest okay. city. Yeah. Okay, got it. Looks like Rich Brown has a question. Let me go ahead and unmute you. Go ahead, Rich. Go ahead, unmute yourself. I just raised my hand to you. I had never heard of our presenter. Oh, okay. Awesome. But good presentation. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know, look, if nobody knows you, like the, 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 the number one step of the business process is, one, is an idea. I get an idea. I got an idea to, you know, some idea, some crazy idea. The second step is not to sell the idea. It's to market the idea. If you guys don't know me, you're never going to do business with me. It's impossible for me to do business with Rich Brown if, Rich, if I don't know Rich and Rich doesn't know me. I don't know Marianne. Marianne doesn't know me. There's impossible for us to do business with each other. The most important. I spent five years getting an accounting degree and a business degree. And when I got out of it, I did not know that I needed to market. Today, today, I'm 62 years old. I got 2 million people following me on Instagram. Uh, 6 million on Facebook. Uh, 1.3 million people on YouTube. I use those three distribution channels every single day. I'm 62, guys. Like I'm not. I'm not 26 years old. I'm probably the oldest social media influencer in the world 
And for sure, regardless of age, I make more money online than anyone. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that because a lot of you here are my age. These technologies are fantastic. Okay. Um, Grant, sir. Uh, Marianne has a question. Go ahead, Marianne. Hey, Grant. Thank you so much for being here. Um, it, it's awesome to, to see you here live. Um, so I do uh, provide leadership training and development. And I'm curious to know what you look for. It's kind of a two-part question. What do you look for when you're hiring? And how do you develop your team? So that's a great question. Uh, look, I'm on... Time is now 8.43 a.m. on Good Morning Aurora. We're going to tune in to uh, our co-host uh, Big, Big Sal at 8.50. More words from Grant Cardone, live interview, Aurora Business United, and Good Morning Aurora. And people that I think are going to be superstars turn into train wrecks. Um, I do know this about uh, 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 hiring people. Like, you can't hire. The smaller you are, the more trouble you're going to have with this. Staying small is an almost impossible venture. Uh, the, the, there's a study done about small business owners. Less than uh, less than uh, 65, 65% of all small business owners break even or lose money. 76% of those had no employees. You just can't, you can only do so much. So this is back to Mary Ann's question. How do I get people? good people, I wouldn't worry about getting good people. I'd probably figure out how to get a lot of people. Now, I want to figure out how to create a culture with a bunch of broken people. So I'm basically taking sticks, broken sticks, and I'm, I'm, I'm putting them together, gluing them, sticking them, taping them. Uh, what was it The Rock said about um, uh, that tape, that gray tape? What's the gray tape? The uh, tape? Hey, used enough duct tape, you can fix anything. And, and so that's kind of what I'm doing. We have a daily meeting. Every day we have a daily meeting. People are, tr are required to train every day on Cardone University. It's an online platform. Okay. If they don't, they, they're let go. There's two warnings, and the third one, you're, you're gone. Okay. We fire a lot of people at my company. Fire, we fire before we hire. So, because because there has to be there has to be a threat in the environment. You just can't wait for forty million people to let be let go. Okay, so for instance, in my company, it, it, when I shared with you that story, I probably fired the first forty people in the United States of America. I knew this was going to happen. I've been through this before. Some of you are old enough to know. Hey, you you had to know that we were going to hit some high unemployment here. So I decided to, to, to fire the first 42. Why would I want to fire somebody? I'm not proud of that, by the way. But it creates a threat in my environment. That was going to come anyway. And that, by the way, is there every day already. So you want a threat in the environment. There has to be penalties. People must be let go for you to keep a strong culture. You need daily meetings. You need daily training. And lastly... You need to hold people accountable to metrics. Has to be something measurable. Go ahead, Bob. You had something. Yes, sir. Um, so, in that company that you killed off with the forty-two people, um, did you like? Were there any people in there that you kind of cherry picked, for example, and said, "You know what? I think you could be really valuable. I can shift you." Did you shift anybody at all into other organizations no. at all? 
No. Killed them all. He killed the whole department. Um, let's see. If you have a question, go ahead and leave it in the uh, comments as well. Um, so I, I think Alita, Alita has a question. Yes. I do have a question. Uh, good morning. Thank you for presentation. Uh, I have a question. Imagine if you would create an educational program for children. How would you market it? Thank you. Yeah, so that's a great question, and I, the way I would market it is the way we market things now. I would use every social medium available, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, uh, you, all of them. I, like, I don't have, you know, my favorite, my favorite social media is whatever one you're on. I would use TV, radio, newspaper, articles, blogs. I would use them all. And I would not pay any money in the beginning. I would not spend money on marketing. Now, today, we spend a lot of money on marketing today, but I would not spend money until I had to spend money. And I would do all kind of crazy, crazy things about kids. Look at what kids are watching on TV today. They're, they're watching uh, slime. Slime videos. Like, millions and millions of hit on kids literally not even talking, just playing with slime over and over. So... Uh, but you got to have that much passion in it, okay? The way social media works is, and everybody here, by the way, if you, if you say, I, I don't have time for that and I'm running a business, your business, if I don't know you, I cannot do business with Wanda Fulner and her husband. It, just, it ain't going to happen. So the, 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 the way to get known today is with a device like this, that can then drop little pieces of content onto this thing called the internet. At what point would you invest money into the marketing? At what I mean, point? I personally wouldn't invest if it's, I would invest money when I'm profitable. So for me, everything for me has a bean count. Like I have to have one bean more than, than the cost of running that activity. I'll spend the bean though. Time is now 8.49 a.m. I need a dollar. I don't. I don't spend my money. I spend other people's money. So I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna get uh, Wayne to buy something from me. If three dollars comes out of that, I'll spend that three dollars. So like when 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 this whole epidemic hit, first thing I did was I in my mind I went to zero. Uh, every morning in my office I get a cash account. Every day, I look at the first thing in my office is my cash account, every single account balance, okay, because, and I, and I look at those accounts like, okay, I got to go to zero on these accounts. I'm not trying to, I'm trying to get that money invested so that I can get those accounts to be bigger. So I, would, I wouldn't go borrow money to, to spend money in advertising. I would if I had to, but, but easier, an easier thing to do would be for me to go sell a product or service. Thank you. And then to use the money that Mike gives me to fund the advertising of the next activity. But guys, look, I also don't keep money in savings accounts. I don't have equity in my home. I have all my equity in my business. I don't have retirement accounts. You know, some, some of you have more money in your retirement accounts than you do your business. So, some Brad, of you have more equity. You have more equity in your home than you do advertising in your company. 
I mean, I'm more committed to my company than where I live. Ben, I got a question here. If uh, you lost everything to Dave, what would uh, be the first thing that you would uh, go and do to get back on top? Yeah, good question. So first thing I would do is I would, okay, I'm at zero. I don't have any money. No, nobody knows me. Does anybody know me? Nobody knows you. Okay, you're nobody knows me. Alfonso knows me. So uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I, I lost my name. I lost my money. What have I not lost? I'm just going to start writing my, what are my assets? Well, I mean, that's a great question. Um, we'll say you, you got to keep your wife and kids because that'll be the most important. Uh, those are liabilities. You know, my uh, kids are liabilities. You know, they're, they're a liability. I, I love my kids too much. Okay, I want to be with them. They're actually when you're trying to grow, build, grow something. Uh, you know, love is not a an asset at that moment. It's a liability because I'm like, oh my god, if my kid gets hurt, then I go to the hospital. Like so, so now, so what I do need to do, I'm being serious about this. I need to write down what are my assets and my liabilities. Even if you don't have money, you still have assets. What are my assets? Oh, courage. Can't take it from me. Commitment, persistence, faith. Okay. Um, let's see what else. Creativity. Uh, the, the the willingness to, to be rejected over and over and over again. See, like I'm willing to be rejected. Other people, other people just. Oh my God, I can't handle it. All right, good. Well, you know, learn how to learn how to live poor then. Uh, the uh, the ability to stay disciplined, courage, unbelievable asset, courage to take action in the face of fear. So those are assets that I have, and I need to go use them. So the next thing I'm going to do is this. Hey, hey, can you give me some money? I'm going to start calling people for money. I don't need to know you either. I got a panhandle, I'll panhandle. Feeling that. Um, what is, uh, you know, that we Time is now 8.53 a.m. Uh, might want to check in with our boy Sal. See if he's around real quick. Big Sal, what's up, baby? Hey, man, how's it going? Going good. What you think about yo Grant Cardone in the morning? They not ready. Yeah, man, I know. I mean, and it's, I, I hope that they are because it's unbelievable. You know, <laughs> like, you know, just like him and Gary Vanderchuk, right? I've been following those dudes for a really long time, and like those are, you know, the content creators that I would say. Like I even mentioned Gary B in my own book, um, and you know, in Thanksgiving of like thanks for putting out the content and like putting that kind of out because it, it's interesting because. Okay, I'm in sales myself, you know, and besides the creativity and that, like, my job. And that's exactly what happened in May, like, in, in April. And I think real, you know, you know, uh, you know, your your killer instinct runs in the blood. Like, when, when this ha happened in my own business, it's like, okay, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, I'm feeling myself get lazy. I'm afraid. This media's got me tripping. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. Think about it when I was playing baseball. Like, I remember watching those dudes, you know, around lunchtime, go eat on a healthy lunch, go play video games, and hang out with their girl. And I remember being in the batting cage with McTeed during that time because I'm like, that's when that dude who's bigger, faster, stronger than me is sleeping. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna be working when he's sleeping. And so when this happened and what Grant was saying, it's just like that—that that is the ultimate way to, you know, put put it in a salesman's hand or an employee's hand. It's like, look, the only way you will 
will be let go if you your output goes down. You know? right. And it's like, it, it, it makes total sense. Like, you know, you might not make as much money right now, but it's, it's moving. I, I have a friend, uh, Chris Grano, he's a realtor, he's, a, you know, he's got a band, he's, he's like on our level of, of these thoughts, right? And it's just like, you know, you, you could see the people who have that in them. And what I think that in them, Grant talking, that's a 62-year-old, you know, mammal, you know, an older mammal that's successful from a financial standpoint. Like, we're not talking about him and, and, and his, his color. Right. Color doesn't matter. And, you know, and, and, you know, we're not talking about his, his, his color there. We're, we're talking about, like, what he's saying because he's speaking the truth. Just right. Just like when we heard a lot of what Brittany said. Um, in, in our interview with her the other day, like we're not talking about it because the truth is colorblind. Like, if, right. there's, if, if there's like trying to talk about having kids be colorblind, or trying to talk about these things be colorblind, or whatever the case is, it's like that's where you know we we see that the truth is that center, that connection to source, that inner monologue. That's what fires it up to go through, and like that's Aurora. What we're talking about, like Grant Cardone, he never probably heard much about Aurora. Like I've said. You know, if you're not from Aurora, you might think of, you know, something not good, or you think Wayne's World, like, and that's what's changing. You can see that, like, you know, that Grant's people when that interview goes up, they're going to be looking for, um, you know, they're going to be looking at different things in Aurora businesses popping up. Yeah, they asked him. They was like, he. He, uh, he's familiar with Chicago, but he didn't know about Aurora. So uh, the host, who's a friend of mine, actually, in this group. Hang on one second. Hold on. Stay tuned. Yeah. That's true. That's, that's very true. Uh, my uh, oldest wants to already. He's only 14. So he's like, how do I make Oh, I thought he was talking about. Anyway, um, yeah, he was talking, you know, like, yeah, we're the second largest city. So he's hip. He's hip to it now. Well, and that's the other part, too, is the value on. Like I said, I mean, I've followed him on, on various sources of, 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 you know, media for, you know, for, for a while now. And it's like, you know, I'm going to tag him. I'm going to reach out to what I have of him on there. He's like, you know, thanks for doing that because that, that's it. But that is why we're talking because that's what you see there. Because that's just what we're looking at right now, like, at the bottom-ish, if you want, of this plateau. Like, you're, you're talking... You know, that if, if this was some way to, like, keep people down, like, this whole situation. Like, we had tanks in the street, like, a couple of days ago, and now it's like Grant Cardone is noticing, like, this energy, the true. Yo, that's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. We just had we just had riots and destruction. Now we got Grant Cardone. Like, right up in there. Word you know up. I mean, like, and I mean, he's, you know, said that 10X book. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's no joke out there, and he puts his money where his mind is. You know, where his money, where his mouth is, and it's like, yeah, that's the, those are the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the people that you look, you know, that's what's called Brittany. Like, yo, you are the people. It doesn't matter. Like, our kids now, is just what will be different. It's just like we have shining examples for them to look at heroes that might not look exactly the same as them. Right. So that when they are in their 20s, they, they, they will have a lot. Like, you know, I was just watching this show as simple as Friends the other day, and I'm like, God bless it, man. Like, there's a lot, you know what I mean? Like, it, a show like this would never fly, you know, because it's just, you know, one way. But now, you know, with, with that, and people can be mad about it, but it's like my kids are going to be able to look up to people, um, you know, as heroes. Like, you know, my son has Black Panther shirt. He loves his Black Panther shirt. Like, right. And, you know, it, it's good because it's just like, you know, the other superheroes. Like, And then it's like, 
people. I'm not making any distinctions. Why should you? You know, so that's where it's like, what the, get that in a, you know, do what McDonald's does and get the kids when they're young and then they have to taste forever. So let's do it for a positive. I'm you know, feeling that. Get them in there now and just be like, look, we are, I'm injecting this into you, kids. You know, like, this is just how you're going to see the world and see, you know, other members of your human family. Is it going to erase anything? No. All right. All right. So real quick, we're going to tune back in to them for like another 30 seconds or so. And then it's 859. We're going to give our message and wrap it up here. So let's see what we got. Let's see. Love it there. Well, Mr. Uh, Cardona, again, I don't want to I don't want to keep you, like I said, and you're, like, your time's almost up. So I really appreciate you carving out some time to talk with us at Aurora Business United. You're welcome to come back anytime. I think that's... Uh, uh, understood it so um and guys if you've not gone to his website it's grantcardone.com and i looked on the website not too long ago you got a bunch of stuff on sale like i mean a bunch of books yeah. bob i tell you what let me let me do this for everybody i'm gonna I'm put a i'm gonna put a link down below yeah I, i'm gonna give you guys access to cardone U. we, we charge companies 30 grand a yeah. year for this product right uh, i'm gonna give everybody access to it for two weeks for free Okay, I'm putting a link down below right now. You guys can go go in there. Don't go to GrantCardone.com. That's just that's where I promote my page, my name, etc. CardoneU.com. That's business. Ooh. No nonsense. No ads. No marketing. Straight up. How can I grow my business? How can I get through the pandemic? How can I get the stimulus money? Like like the, we we continue to up, upgrade that that account. Mega facts, right? Hold on, hold on one second. Seriously, we're gonna put this up. Right. Uh, leadership metrics. Um, but bottom line, how do you grow your business? Okay, so if we can help you guys do that, we're working with a big company right now. They do six billion dollars a year in sales. We went into their company. We were there two days, and I wrote the owner and said, "I guarantee you there's another two billion dollars here. Two billion. Thanks, Grant. It's like every one of the Aurora Business United members this morning hit a lottery. They hit a jackpot. Exactly. Thank you very, very you much. You guys are winners. Thanks, guys." Thank, Thank you guys. very much, and uh, I guess everyone is going to make use of uh, the offer that they're given. All right. So, what do we? How are we looking at our Friday selves right now? How are you feeling? I feel good. Um, again, I think it's. Uh, I, I try to do some things left-handed. I'm, I'm more righty dominant. Um, Starting to bet a little bit earlier, and I have a, I have a better outlook um, across. You know, and it came from conversation. It came from. What I did two weeks ago, we're saying, you know what, shut the fuck up and listen more. Right. And then that led into doing something different that led to me to a better perspective, which is, you know, humbly going to lead me to, you know, successes in what I try to do. I and mean, it's just like in a very humble sense, like, you know, I'm going to try my damnedest to do it. So. Right. Um, I, uh, I'm saying goodbye to the host who let me in this awesome meeting. Um, you know what? My Friday self, my Friday self is proud of all we accomplished this week. Uh, when we started off the week, we started it how we start off every single Monday. Uh, but I'm proud of everything we did this week. I mean, we had really, we really, a Good Morning Aurora really grew. Uh, and I think that Good Morning Aurora, um, the, the quality of the interview I'm actually very happy about. Shout out to my man Nick, the engineer behind the board, you know what I'm saying, every day with this. Uh, so I, my Friday self is just very happy that Good Morning Aurora, with a message of absolute 
no nonsense, real deal, chops, facts, and information straight from the horse's mouth, voice of the people, for the people, by the people. I'm glad that I'm glad that the message of positivity is what is galvanizing and keeping everything moving. Like so, I, I'm I'm proud of all we accomplished this week because we accomplished it on straight animal instinct professionalism and positivity. I mean, it was like World War II with flowers, just bulldozing through this shit. Word up. Uh, but anyway, the time is now 9.03 a.m. We got to get out of here. We ran over a little bit, but it was for a good cause. You guys know that. So thank you very much for tuning in to Good Morning Aurora. And stay tuned for next week. We got a lot of things cooking. I'm going to just say that. I'm going to leave that right there. From our co-host, Big Sal, and yeah. to myself, we want to have uh, want to say to you guys, have a blessed, safe weekend. We'll see you all back here. Good Morning Aurora, Monday at 8 a.m. Peace. <laughs>